tonight shout a wonderful hallelujah i want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the king of kings let's begin to give him praise let's begin to give him honor let's begin to exalt his holy name let's worship him let's thank him for this wonderful opportunity he has given to us to be at his presence again this evening Father, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify your name. In the name of Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, we give you all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because there is no measure to your goodness. There is no measure to your love unto us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to worship him. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Lord, we exalt and we magnify your name tonight. In the name of Jesus, for the great and mighty things which you are doing for us on daily basis. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. In the name of Jesus, for fighting our battles for us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, because... You did not allow the plans and purpose of the enemies to come to pass over our family. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. 
in the name of Jesus for turning the day of our sorrow to a day of joy. Father, we exalt you. I want us to magnify his holy name. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. We exalt and we give you glory in the name of Jesus. I want us to begin to ask for his mercy tonight. Let's open our mouth and crown to God for mercy. Mercy. Mercy for our family. Mercy for our nation. Mercy for our leaders. Let's pray for mercy. Mercy. Mercy for our land. Lord, be merciful unto us in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, avert every judgment of darkness against our lives in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, let every satanic works be destroyed tonight in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, let the sick among us be healed in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, let all our closed doors be opened tonight in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, let the heavens be opened unto us and let there be a pony of your grace. Let there be a pony of your power in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, rescue those who are appointed for evil in the journey of this week in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, let the sick among us be supernaturally healed in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, Turn all our mysteries to miracles tonight. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let every mountain of problems before us in the journey of this week begin to melt in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, Father, tonight, sanctify and cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Let us begin to plead the blood. Let us begin to plead the blood of Jesus. Father, tonight sanctify and cleanse us by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, let any form of defilement in our spiritual body be removed by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus speak better things for us in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, let every satanic agenda in the journey of this week, be cancelled by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, Lord, mark every member of our family with the blood of Jesus for protection. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God for power. I want us to pray for power. We need power. We need power to prevail. It takes power to prevail over opposition. It takes power to prevail over sin. It takes power to prevail over the devil. I want you to lift up your voice and cry unto God and say, Lord, as I go in the journey of this new week, let me be empowered by your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I receive power to prevail over sin. I receive power to prevail over the devil. I receive power to prevail over every opposition of darkness. In the name of Jesus, Lord, empower me to prevail. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray that tonight you will empower us. 
as we go on the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, we shall prevail over the world. We shall prevail over every opposition of darkness. We shall prevail over the devil. We shall prevail over the powers of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, Lord, empower us by your Holy Ghost to prevail. Let your power fill us afresh. Let your fire fall tonight. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to crown to God and say, Lord, let your fire fall. In the name of Jesus, the fire of Holy Ghost, let it fall on us. Let your fire sit upon our head. In the name of Jesus, as we go in the journey of this week, Lord, empower us by your Holy Ghost to prevail. In the name of Jesus, we shall prevail over death. In the name of Jesus. We shall prevail over evil. In the name of Jesus, we shall prevail over every satanic attacks in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, empower me to prevail. In the name of Jesus, we pray for power of Holy Ghost. Lord, empower us by your Holy Ghost in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, in the journey of this week, let all my closed doors be opened in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, as we go in the journey of this week, open all our closed doors in the name of Jesus. I declare every closed doors to be opened in the name of Jesus. Let every iron gate that has been closed against us be opened in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, open all my closed doors. Open all my closed doors in the journey of this new week. In the name of Jesus, let all our closed doors be opened in the name of Jesus. Where there is no way, Lord, make way for us in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to crown to God and say, Lord, where there is no way, make way for me. In the name of Jesus, open all my closed doors. In the name of Jesus, let the doors of new opportunities open unto me in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, by the power of the blood, let every marks of impossibility placed upon me or upon my blessing for this week be removed. That's the prayer point. By the power of the blood, let every marks of impossibility. Look at that. Marks of impossibility. Now, in, 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 let, let me explain that mark so that we can know how to pray very well. You know, in the, in the olden days... You know, farmers, what farmer does, what, what some farmer would do is that they, they put they put this mark of impossibilities on their farm. And if anyone wants to cross over into their farm, who is not the owner, maybe to steal, you know, due to the mark placed on that farm, the person can just stumble and die. That's what they that's the practice in the olden days. The person may just stumble and died, or something. Something may, may, may hold the person down, and, and and the person will not be will not be able to leave until when the farmer arrives. 
that's mark of impossibility. And sometimes some people put it on their land so that nobody will steal their land and say, this land is my land. No, you can't steal it because there is a mark up, upon the land. I want us to, that's how sometimes the enemy put this mark upon us so that nothing good will, will be able to locate us. Sometimes the enemy put this mark upon us to exempt us from good things. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, let every marks of impossibility that the enemy has placed upon me, mark of impossibility placed upon my blessings, mark of impossibility placed upon anything that belongs to me, let the blood of Jesus remove them now. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let the mark be removed in the name of Jesus. The mark of impossibility placed upon the singles so that they will never get married. The mark of impossibility placed upon any waiting mothers so that they will never have their own child. The mark of impossibility placed upon anybody that they will not have a job, that their status will never change. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, tonight, let the mark be removed in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Masatakadalikapa, Every evil marks, marks of impossibility, mark of no. That has been placed upon any one of us to make us to be exempted from blessing. Father, tonight, by the power of the blood, let the marks be removed. In the name of Jesus, let the marks be removed. In the name of Jesus, let the marks be removed. In the name of Jesus, Kalima Sindali Kapolia, let the mark be removed. Now, in the name of Jesus, we command marks of death. We command marks of impossibility, marks of no, to be removed tonight in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray that tonight, evil marks placed upon us shall be removed in the name of Jesus. As we go in the journey of this week, the Lord will mark us for favor in the name of Jesus. The Lord will mark us for possibilities. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will mark us for opportunities. In the name of Jesus, I pray that in the journey of this week, the Lord will mark us for blessing. In the name of Jesus, somebody is being marked for greatness in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, I said somebody is being marked for success in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, no more failure for you. In the name of Jesus. No more impossibilities for you. In the name of Jesus. In the journey of this week, you will break through. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you have done it. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Psalm 115. Psalm 115. Verse 2. Psalm 115, verse 2. That is where we are going to do our prophetic prayers for this new week. The Bible says, Why should the Gentiles say, So where is their God? Now, the, 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 
the the battle we want to confront is the battle of where is their God. That's the battle we want to confront tonight. The battle of where is their God. Are they not church people? How possible that something like this could happen to them? Where is their God? Look at that. That's the battle. That's the battle we want to confront in our lives, especially in the journey of this week. Anything that could happen or things that could be happening right now in our lives that is making the Gentiles, that is making people who don't know God to be asking, where is their God? How can, how can somebody be a Christian and these kind of things happen to him? Where is their God? I pray for somebody tonight. Every battle in your life that is making people to question your God, I pray that tonight the battle shall be terminated. In the name of Jesus, I said the battle bringing reproach shall be terminated. In the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice. Number one, we are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, in the journey of this week, silence the mouth of my mockers by a spectacular miracle. Silence the mouth of my mocker by a spectacular miracle. They have been asking for a long time. Maybe you are a single listening to me. And they say, ah, for how long uh, is she going to remain a single? Where is her God? Maybe, maybe you are due for a promotion. Maybe you are, you are due for a change of status. And, and people that you met here, or people that met you here, they, they have gone beyond you. And people are asking you, ah, for how long are you going to be in this state? Where is your God? I want you to pray this prayer with every strength you've got. Because God wants to prove that he's still God in your life. I said God wants to prove to our enemies that he is still God and that he can still work miracles. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, tonight silence the mouth of my mockers by a spectacular miracle. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, the journey of this week, silence the mouth of our mockers by a spectacular miracle. In the name of Jesus, those who are saying, where is your God? Father, silence their mouth by a special miracle. In the name of Jesus, Lord, silence our mockers by a spectacular miracle in the journey of this week. Let the mouth of our mockers be silent. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, silence your mouth. Lord, silence your mouth. The mouth of those who are asking, where is your God? Father, silence their mouth permanently by a special miracle. In the name of Jesus, the, the miracle that will silence the mouth of my mockers. Let the miracle manifest in the journey of this week. The miracle that will silence the mouth of my mockers. Let the miracle manifest 
in the journey of this week. I want somebody to pray that prayer. The miracle that will silence the mouth of my mocker. Let the miracle manifest in the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masata Kodaha, Eprekete Sudika Polymas of Lord, silence the mouth of our mockers by a special miracle. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody say a louder amen. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, My Father, answer my mockers by a result. Answer my mockers. Look at that verse of scripture again. Psalm 115 verse 2. Why should the Gentiles say, where is their God? Another way God can answer those who are asking such a question is by a result. God can produce a result. I want to pray for somebody that all your prayers that you have been praying from January up until now, shall begin to produce results that will answer your mockers in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Oh my God. I say your prayers will produce results tonight that will silence your mockers in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift it, lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, my father, answer my mockers by a spectacular result. Let, let the prayer of tonight Produce a result that will silence my mockers in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray that tonight as we call upon your name, you will produce a result that will answer the questions of our mockers. In the mighty name of Jesus, let our prayers of tonight produce a result. A result that will silence our mockers. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masata Kataliga Basidia. Oh God, Lord, let our prayers produce results that will answer all our mockers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to do one more. We are going to lift up our voice and say, Lord, let every problems in my life making people to question. Or to challenge my God. Every problems. Making people to question. Or to challenge my God. Let the problem be terminated tonight. I want us to know that God wants to deal with issues like that in our lives tonight. I'm not talking about next week. I'm not talking about next month. God wants to settle that tonight. We are, we are going to lift up our voice. And say, Lord, every problems. Bringing reproach to my life. Every problems making people to challenge my God. Father, tonight let the problems be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, let the problem be terminated. Every problems bringing reproach into our lives. Every problems making our mockers to question our God. Father, tonight let the problems be terminated. In the name of Jesus, terminate the problems by fire. In the name of Jesus, terminate the problems by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. Ancient of days, we worship you. Tonight, prove yourself to be God to our enemies 
and to our mockers. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of this week, let there be manifestations of spectacular miracles that will silence our mockers. In the name of Jesus, every problems in our lives that is making the Gentiles to question our God. Father, tonight, let the problems be terminated. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of this week, Lord, manifest your power in our lives. In the name of Jesus, the power for deliverance. Let the power be manifested. In the name of Jesus, the power for success, the power for progress. Let the power be manifested. In the name of Jesus, the power that will quench every fire of affliction. Let the power be manifested. In the name of Jesus, the power to quicken the dead. Let the power be manifested in the name of Jesus. The power of resurrection. The power of resurrection. Let that power be manifested in our lives in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that in the journey of this week, let every one of us be protected from all evil and from all danger in the name of Jesus. Mark us with your blood for total protection in Jesus mighty name we have prayed let somebody shout hallelujah if you know that god has answered your prayers shout hallelujah i want to welcome every one of us to tonight's prayer meeting i'm believing god that tonight as we call upon god again he will answer us by a special miracle in the name of Jesus. I want to congratulate as many of us who are live and direct tonight, as many who are connected live and direct, I congratulate you. Because in the journey of this week, God will manifest his power in your life in the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 5 from verse 11 to 14. We are still working on this series and I want to let us know that this series may take us another five to six weeks before we can get to almost the end of it. <laughs> but let's, let's just keep going gradually. And I'm believing God that during this series, God will begin to work signs and wonders in our lives. In the name of Jesus. I want us to read Revelation chapter 5. We are going to read from verse 11 to 14. The Bible says, Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures, and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor, and glory, and power, be unto him 
be unto him who sit on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Verse 14. <clears throat> then, the, then, the, the, then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. Now tonight I will be exhorting us on what I've titled, Praise Him because of what he possesses. Praise him because of what he possess. Now, we are just, let me just uh, give us uh, this uh, exclamation that this series is just about to begin. We are just about to begin this series. Praise him because of what he possess. Now, we, are, we, are, we have been working on this uh, chapter of the Bible from verse 1. And one of the major things that this chapter of the Bible emphasizes is the opening of the scroll. And the Bible says, before the scroll was opened, there was nobody that was found worthy in heaven and on earth to open the scroll until when the Lamb spoke up. Until when the Lamb spoke up and said, He will open the scroll. And from that revelation, when John saw that the lamb responded that he was going to open the scroll, the Bible says, the weeping of the elders, the weepings of the angels in heaven turned to joy. Because without anybody uh, volunteering to open the scroll, it means the salvation of man will be ended. But when the lamb responded, that he was going to open the scroll. Weeping was turned to joy. I want to pray for somebody tonight that God will open a new chapter for your life. A new chapter that will put weeping to an end. In the name of Jesus. Now, we have, we have, we have, we have talked about different reasons why we need to praise our Lord Jesus Christ. We have talked about we, we need to praise him for where he is. We need to praise him for what he does and tonight we are praising him because of what he possess what he possess what he has now if you if you if you go back to verse verse uh, verse 11 to 12 the bible said then i looked and i heard the voice of many angels around the throne the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory and blessing now these are the things that the lamb possess these are the things that the lamb received when he opened the scroll and all these seven blessings we are going to be picking it up one by one maybe from next week that's why i said that this series is just beginning because we are going to be picking up each of those seven blessings those seven blessings that the lamp received 
he receive it for us as the church. And this these are supposed to be our salvation benefit. These are supposed to be our redemptive benefit. We are going to be looking into it one after the other from next week. But, but that is why we are praising him tonight. Praise him because of what he has or because of what he possesses. The book of, uh, uh, of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9, the Bible says, Although Christ possessed riches, he was rich, but for our sake he became poor, that through his poverty we might become rich. Because when Christ came, despite the fact that you know he was slain to, re- to receive riches, blessings, wisdom, honor, dominion, you know, he was slain to receive this for the church. But he did it for us. Because when he was on the earth, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't the richest. Christ was not the richest. I'm talking about financially. He wasn't the richest. But because he came so that through his poverty, he can make us rich. Whether materially or spiritually. So when he came, the first time, he came and he became the poorest. Among the, he was among the poorest. In fact, Christ was born in a manger. There was no room in the hand. The, the, the parent gave back to him in a manger. And no wonder when, 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 when King Herod was looking for Christ. You know, after the, the wise men told uh, King Herod that they have come to worship the king, when King Herod was looking for Jesus, the only place he did not go was the manger. Because he didn't think a king would be born in the manger. He expected the king to be born in the palace. He expected the king to be born among the riches, among those who are rich. But Christ was born in the manger to show that he came to become poor so that through his poverty we can become rich. Do you know when Christ came, he surrendered, he, he, he volunteered himself to be crucified. In fact, in Matthew, Matthew 26, if you read verse 56, I believe, maybe 53, 53, 54, 55, 56, when the soldiers came to arrest him, Jesus told them something. He said, this is your power and the powers of darkness. Because don't think that I cannot now call unto my father and he will release legions of angels to rescue me. But this is your power and the powers of darkness. And Jesus surrendered unto the soldiers. He didn't argue with them because that was why he came. But he, he could have called down legions of angels to show that Jesus hung his power, the power that he has to command legions. He hung that power in heaven and he became weak so that he can be arrested to be crucified for our sins. So that's why he came, he became weak so that through his weakness, we can receive power. We can receive strength and be stronger than the devil and be stronger than the powers of darkness. And that's why as believers, we are no longer weak anymore. Because Christ, when he came, he came to become weak for us. So that through his weakness, we can receive strength. 
So we are not, we are, as, a, as a believer, I will not surrender myself to be killed by witches. I won't surrender myself to be killed by, by, by wood lungs. No. Christ already came to, do, to die on my behalf. He came. He became weak for that. That's why a Christian will not be weak before witches and wizards. We are not supposed to be weak. We are not supposed to be weak again. Because when Christ came, he came as, as one of the weakest persons so that he can surrender himself to be killed by, by his brethren. And another thing is this. You know, when Christ was here on earth, he, he became God's wisdom. If you check the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, the Bible says, but, those, but to those who are called, both the Jews and the Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. So that, that was why when he came, he came so that he can, he, can, he can possess for us wisdom. Because Christ himself is the epitome of God's wisdom. But guess what? When he was on, when he was on earth, many of the Pharisees did not want to listen to him. Every time he was speaking, they, are, they, were, they were always looking for his error. They were, they were always looking fast. Sometimes they will send some people to go and listen to him. So that when he's speaking, they can catch him. They can catch him through his words. But they didn't know that he was the wisdom of God. They didn't know that they were supposed to listen to him because he was the wisdom of God. The book of Colossians chapter 2 verse 3, the Bible says, In, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. But when Christ was here on heart, many of his brethren did not want to listen to him. They say, what, what can a carpenter's son say? What can? In fact, many of them refer to him as the son of Joseph. They say, a carpenter, a carpenter's son. Uh, what can a carpenter say? But they didn't know that he was the wisdom of God. And not only that, do you know that when Christ came, he came to receive our causes. Our causes. The book of Galatians chapter 3, Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. The Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, having become a cause for us. For it is written, cause is everyone who hangs on a tree. Because when Christ, the, the, the kind of death that Christ died was a disgraceful death. They hang him on a tree like a criminal. The worst of all criminals are killed on the cross. Now, how did they invent the cross? Now, you know, from the Old Testament, between Jerusalem and maybe Jericho and some other cities, where robbers, where there are so many robbers, and we read, we, if you read the book of Luke 10, you will see that story. The Bible says there was a man who left Jerusalem and was going down to Jericho. So because of, of the situation of that road, the, the government, they invented a punishment. The punishment was that anyone caught, any thief caught on that road stealing or killing or doing harm to people will be crucified by death. I mean by cross. They will be, the thief will be crucified. So that was how they invented death by cross. So which means death by cross 
is the is the kind of punishment, the worst punishment for a person who 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 is the highest who has the highest crime in the city. And when Christ came, when he was to be, when he was to be crucified, he died on the cross like a criminal. And the Bible says, anyone who is hung on a tree is cursed. So Christ came to be cursed. So that if there's any generational cause working against us, he can remove it. So this are the, and this is why we need to praise him for the things he received for us. So many things. He received blessing for us. He received, he received honor for us. He received glory for us. He received riches for us. He received power for us. He received wisdom for us. He received strength for us. We are going to be picking up all this. There are seven in number. Our redemptive rights. Seven redemptive rights. We are going to start working on that from next week. But I'm just, I'm just telling us the reason why we need to praise him. Because of what Christ possessed for us. He possessed this for the church. He suffered for this for the church. In, in, in conclusion, before we go and pray, let's open our Bible to the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 verse 32. And, you know, somebody may want to ask, Bro Peter, why are we going to all these deep, story, deep studies? Why do we need to go to the book of Revelation to go and be studying all these things? Why can't we just read an easy passage from the book of Psalm or from the book of Matthew and use it to pray? <laughs> Oh my God. Now, one thing about the book of Revelation is that the Bible says those who study the book of Revelation, they shall be blessed. Just studying it alone, we are blessed. We are blessed. And, and studying the book of Revelation makes us to know more about Christ. Many of us, we know more about the Christ in Galilee. But when we study the book of Revelation, we are, talk, we are, we are studying about the resurrected Christ. Christ in glory. Christ in glory. Christ in power. Christ on the throne. You know, many of the stories we read about Christ in Matthew, in Mark, in Luke, and John, uh, that was Christ when he was in Galilee. But when we study Christ from, from, from the book of Revelation, we know him in the position of his power. We know him in the position of his glory. And that makes the name of Christ to be more powerful in our mouths. Because we know that we are not just calling, we are, we are calling on the one that has power on, in heaven and on earth. We are calling on him that has the power to, 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 to subdue death, to overcome death, to swallow up death in victory. The book of Romans chapter 8 verse 32, I want us to read that and then we will go and pray. The Bible says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. I want you to listen to this. The Bible says, How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Freely. And that's why we are studying about this from the book of Revelation. Because Christ suffered. God delivered him up. So that all the things that we are due for can be freely given to us. All things, not some things, but all things. All things. 
And I'm believing God that tonight, as we call upon God, every good thing that we are due for shall be freely given to us in the name of Jesus. And that's why we are studying about praising, praising God or praising our Lord Jesus Christ because of what he has or because of what he possesses. He went to the cross to go and receive for us those seven blessings. Let's read those seven blessings again. In Revelation chapter 5, verse 11 and 12. Revelation 5, 11 and 12. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Look at that. He paid the price for our blessing. He was slain. What is the Lamb that was slain? To receive power. That's the first one. And riches. That's the second one. And wisdom. That's the third one. And strength. That's the, that's the, the fifth one. I mean the fourth one rather, and honor, that's the fifth one, and glory, the sixth one, and blessing, the seventh one. So the, so, so he, he was slain to receive these blessings for us. Apart from the fact that he was slain for our salvation, he also received the, the redemptive package, the redemptive, the redemptive blessings for us. And that's why we need to praise him. We need to praise him. I want us to go and pray. I want us to go and pray. We are, we are going to start by praising God tonight. We are going to start by praising God. And, I, you know, if we can understand this revelation, it will help us to praise God the more. Because as believers, there are so many things that we have. There are so many things that is embedded in our salvation package that many of us, we don't even know about it all. We don't know it all. We may not even know it all until when we get to heaven. But the more God gives us insight into them, the more we should praise him for those things that, for those things that Jesus was slain to receive for us. So I want us to begin to thank him. I want us to begin to bless his holy name. I want us to begin to worship him for 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 what he received for us let's begin to thank him for first of all for our salvation he came to die for our salvation so that we can be saved from the power of sin anyone who is not saved from the power of sin we go to hell but because we are saved we have been redeemed from our sins we have been redeemed from the hands of the devil. We have been redeemed from hell. I want us to begin to worship him. I want us to begin to thank him. I want us to begin to worship him. Let's begin to give him praise for, for the salvation of our souls. Let's begin to thank him. Let's open our mouth and begin to worship him. Father Lord, we thank you for the salvation of our souls. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify your name in the name of Jesus. We thank you. For, for, for surrendering yourself to be slain and to die a shameless death on the cross. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify your name in the name of Jesus. 
in Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to sing this song. We will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. We will praise him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting, we will worship Him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting, we will praise Him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting, we will worship Him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting, we will praise you from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I want us to worship him again. We are going to thank him for becoming our substitute. Our substitute. Do you know it was the punishment that we are due for, that Christ died for. He, he died for the punishment that we are due for. I want us to thank him tonight. I want to, maybe maybe some of us we have not reflected on this before. Now, now, if God has opened our eyes to see the punishment for those who are in hell right now, if we if God opened our eyes to see the kind of punishment they are receiving. You know, many of us, we appreciate God more for our salvation. Because the, the people who are in here, they have no hope. There is no hope of eternity anymore. They have no hope of redemption. They have no hope of redemption anymore. I, I want us to thank God. We are going to thank him and say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for becoming my substitute. Look at that. For becoming my substitute. For dying for my sin. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I thank you. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth and begin to thank him. Father, in the name of Jesus. Kalima Sindali Kapa. Lord, we thank you. We worship you for becoming our substitute. Ah, we exhort you. Masakunda Likapa We thank you for the value you placed on us. God placed a premium value on us. That was why God could give up Christ to die for our sin. Ah, Father, we thank you. For redeeming us by the power of the blood. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, now if, if we are going to really appreciate God for what he did for us through Christ the the right way to do it is through what is called consecration consecration that's that's why we want to pray the prayer of consecration now let me explain it to us salvation is the price that Christ paid for our sin that is salvation consecration is the price that we need to pay for us to be intimated with God. Let me explain it again. Salvation is the price that God or that Christ paid for our sin. Consecration, because many people think, okay, uh, I've been saved, I'm saved, 
I don't need to do anything again. The grace of God is all I am enjoying now. No. There is need for consecration. Without consecration, it, it will be difficult for us to stay holy as a believer. So, so, consecration is the price that we have to pay for our own salvation. Consecration. Salvation is the price that Christ has to pay. But in, on our own part, consecration, we need to be consecrated unto God. Because without our consecration, we cannot stay holy. Without our consecration, we cannot stay righteous. That's, that's what the Bible was talking about in Romans chapter 12, verse, verse, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies. So why should we present our body? When Christ already presented his body and his body was crucified. So why is Paul calling us again to present our body? For what? Somebody might want to ask. Because Christ has already presented his body. So why should I present my body again? No. We also need consecration. We need to go through the process of consecration. Because without consecration, we cannot stay holy as believers. We are going to be living a reckless life. That's why there are some believers, some Christians, so-called Christians, they are living a reckless life. Because they are not consecrated unto God. They will be saying that they are saved. In fact, some of them will say, I am saved and I am saved forever. But they are living a reckless life. That is not salvation. Consecration. The Bible says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of the Lord, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Look at that. A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry to God and say, Lord Jesus, I consecrate my bodies unto you. I consecrate my mouth unto you. Which is, that is to say, I only want to use my mouth to do things that will glorify you. I consecrate my legs, I consecrate my heart, I consecrate every part of me unto you. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we consecrate ourselves unto you. In the name of Jesus, as a holy and living sacrifice. In the mighty name of Jesus, Kalika Pasidika Lord Jesus, we consecrate our mouth. We consecrate our eyes. We consecrate every part of us unto you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masakata Yalagaba. Lord Jesus, we consecrate our servant to you. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God. And say, my father, let me begin to enjoy my full package of salvation. The Bible says, if God did not spare our Lord Jesus Christ, but deliver him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? All things. Look at that. All good things. All things. All the things we need for life. And the need, the things we need for godliness, all things, all things that God has promised from His Word, 
all things, all things that belong to us. Yeah. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, from today, let me begin to enjoy my full package of salvation. In the name of Jesus, let me begin to enjoy all things, all things that Christ came to possess for me. Let me begin to enjoy it. Let me begin to have access to it. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Masata Kadali Kapa Healing is part of all things. Good act is part of all things. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, let me begin to enjoy all things. All things, all things, all things. A, living a holy life is part of all things. Living a righteous life is part of all things. The blessings of the Lord is part of all things. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, let me begin to have access to my full package of salvation. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masata Katalika Pasidika Polia. Let us begin to have access to our full package of salvation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, before we share the grace, I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, let the power to become a child of God. The power. The book of John chapter 1. John chapter 1, I believe verse 11. The Bible says, He came unto his own, and his own did not receive him. Verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the children of God, even to those who believe in his name. The power to become the children of God. There is a special privilege that are only enjoyed by those who are called children of God. You know, that was one of the privileges that our Lord Jesus Christ enjoyed. That's why in the book of John, in the book of John, he was referred to as the Son of God. And that's talking about his deity. His deity. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, the power, the power of sonship, that's what it's called. The power of sonship. It is the power of sonship that will make us to begin to enjoy things that are meant for mature people. The book of Galatians chapter 4, I believe, is it 4, 4 verse 1? The Bible says, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ from a slave. Although he is the master of all, but is under tutor and steward until the time appointed by the Father. The power of sonship. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, the power of sonship. The power to become a child of God. Let the power rest upon me. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. The power of sonship. Ha! The power of sonship. It is the power of sonship that gives us access to our, our inheritance as believers. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, let the power of sonship come upon me. In the name of Jesus, let the power of sonship come upon me. In the name of Jesus, the power of sonship. 
that will make the devil never to exercise dominion over me anymore. The power of sonship that will make sickness never to have dominion over me anymore. The power of sonship that will make demons never to exercise dominion over me. Let that power come upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Let the power of sonship come upon us. In the name of Jesus. Masata Kundalima Sindalia, the power of sonship, let it come upon us. The power of sonship that will give us access to every of our inheritance. Let the power come upon us in the name of Jesus. The power of sonship that will make us to walk as king. The power of sonship that will make us to walk in dominion. Let the power come upon us in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. Tonight, we praise you. We worship you for what you have come to possess for us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight, we pray that every one of us, you will empower us for sonship in the name of Jesus. Let us begin to have access to all our salvation packages. In the name of Jesus, all the blessings that you that you, you have come to possess for us, Lord, give us access unto them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you because you have done it. As we go in the journey of this week, manifest yourself in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Let the kingdom of darkness be subdued before us. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of this week, Lord, cause us to walk in dominion in every area of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah! This year, you are aligning everything. Hey